Episode 24, El Segundo. I'm filming this introduction because uh, this is in relation to the Yuri Samoa saga. Guys, we won. We can leave it alone. Stop messaging him. Stop posting. I know it's fucking fun to instigate some stuff, especially when it's someone well-known and you get a response. I know that's fucking fun. That's the shit we live for. But this one's over. This one's done. Let's leave him alone. I was going to edit out this portion of the podcast, but I... I don't think I'll do that. We'll edit out the portion of the podcast you will hear later. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to leave it in. I want to keep my artistic integrity. But again, I can't emphasize enough that if you listen to this podcast and you feel the need to message him and further ruin uh, his day, leave it alone. Leave it alone. We'll let him focus on Nicky Rod. Potentially me and Yuri have a match down the line. But please stop messaging him. Um, you don't need to. Uh, don't need to instigate this guy. Again, uh, it's all fun and games to fuck with someone, but you could potentially damage their uh, ability to make money in this sport. So I would leave it alone. But I will say, if anyone, anyone at all, attacks myself or B-team, we're going to defend ourselves. We're going to have a fucking field day. The problem being for the other athletes in the sport that want to attack me is their full-time job is jiu-jitsu. That's their passion in life. My passion in life is fucking with people on the internet. That's my full-time job. Jiu-Jitsu is a side hustle to my main gig. Obviously, I had the beef with Gordon online. Some of the best days of my life. Some of the most undefeated days of my life. I love it. We had this Yuri saga. Both those sagas are largely closed now. We'll, we'll just await the next challenger. But again, you guys mess with anyone on the team and stuff. I love it. It's fun. It's a, it's a good time for me. That is a fucking good time for me. Bring some excitement to my day but the theme of the podcast and i hope you guys enjoy is um some of the dumbest funniest weirdest things that have happened in jiu-jitsu world most people um have been in the sport for a long time will know some of these stories right but we try to throw some uh throw some curveballs in there as well and we are bringing up some old shit but it is some funny shit and we're not trying to really piss anyone off too bad we're just reminiscing about some excellent moments in this sport, and really the most important part of this uh, podcast is the rant that I start with. So please, please, after the after the intro credits roll, pay very close attention to my powerful, passionate, deep rant about what's wrong with the sport. It's controversial. Having that guy around is the best thing that ever happened to the squad. If you have the right mix of autism and steroids. All these pundits and whatnot, a lot of people doubting me, you know. I don't want to fucking have a conversation while I'm sharing, you know, like. The hobby I do is already so gay. You are now listening to the El Segundo Podcast with Craig Jones. Episode 24, El Segundo Podcast. Guys, we're going to start this with a uh, a passionate rant about individuals in the sport. Guys, we have an epidemic of alpha males in this sport. A lot of people think our sport is gay because it looks gay, and obviously I contribute to making it gay. But literally, there's nothing gayer in the sport than the thousands, potentially hundreds of thousands of middle-aged men posting pictures of lions 
sharks and other apex predators with quotes from fucking 21st century movies on there. That is literally the gayest thing we have to battle every day in this sport. I think it's truly a tragedy. Some of these quotes are so gay. They'll have quotes like, I'm going to read some of these. A king only bows to his queen. That's serious. These guys are posting this serious. They have their old favorite, the ground is my ocean. That's the fucking- I'm the shark. And most people don't even know how to swim. That's the classic jiu-jitsu quote. That's the most original one. Obviously, I think, did Henzo say that? Obviously, when Henzo no, said that's like it. One of the Grace Hickson or Hoyler or Royce. Royce. Guys, you're a 30-year-old IT worker with three kids. You're not a member of the Gracie family. Please stop saying that. And it really uh, surprised me because every single time I meet someone, I might, and it, it takes a big move for me to follow another jiu-jitsu athlete. I think, fuck, this guy's pretty cool. And then out of nowhere, they'll post a reel from an alpha motivational Instagram page. And it'll have a celebrity like fucking 50 Cent. I'm going to quote this one as well. 50 Cent, it'll have some fucking piano music playing in the background and it'll have 50 Cent doing an interview where he says, the guy in the schoolyard that doesn't want to fight always leaves with a black eye. Guys, there's much easier ways to come out of the closet than posting (laughs) these motivational quotes. It's so painful. Honestly, I'll be honest, the person that posted that was Yuri Samos. We've been beefing online like, to me, when we go back and forth, like, and this is, uh, a lot of people think Gordon's beat me three times. I've actually beaten him once because we were beefing so hard on the internet. He ended up posting a meme of the Joker saying something like, a patient man is a powerful man. That's gay. That's gay. <laughs> and that's fucking embarrassing, guys. If you were posting these things, you need to realize that's basically astrology for men. I have this theory on women and uh, astrology. What's the theory? And that is that stupid hot chicks are always into astrology and other women feel like the only way they can identify as a hot chick is to also be into astrology. And then dudes have to listen to this fucking bullshit every day. There's no way you can get out of that conversation. eh? They start saying some shit about you mean a fucking Sagittarius or something? And you're like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And they go, oh my God, that's such a Sagittarius thing to say. <laughs> but I want to send a message, guys. Please stop listening to your Navy SEAL podcast. Get out of the ice bath and just enjoy your fucking adult karate and relax. And yeah, this is another thing as well. I know you're going to say, hey, Craig, you could easily unfollow these guys that are posting photos of fucking apex predators, peaky blinders, fucking videos with piano music over the top. You say, just don't follow them. Don't let it bother you. These guys, these humble lions will immediately know that I've unfollowed them and bring it up to me. Their fucking egos are that powerful that they sense an unfollow and immediately reach out to the individual involved being like, bro, do we have a problem? But to be honest, this is a sport where I know guys with bleached hair, hair transplants, 
They get Botox. Guys that get veneers and then post stories just smiling while driving. <laughs> These guys are really doing this. And they'll post a picture of a lion with the quote, the classic quote, a lion doesn't concern himself with the opinion of sheeps. And I just think to myself, guys, if you're not concerned with the opinion of sheeps, why are you getting Botox and fucking hair transplants? Like, Or even posting the goddamn thing. Yeah, nothing says a man is secure with who himself than posting a fucking Andrew Tate clip or a Jordan Peterson video. Like, it's fucking out of control in this sport. And again, guys, I can wear fucking gay jiu-jitsu shirts, rash guards, shorts. I could wear the pride flag. I could get the yo means all fucking bumper sticker on my car. Mm -hmm. I want you to know there's nothing fucking gayer than posting these alpha motivation videos. Relax with the fucking Greek Stoics. Just relax, please. For the, for the love of God and our sport being full of normal people that that needs to end that was that was powerful right there uh, yeah tommy it's my message my contribution to the sport yeah who do you think started what do you think it was the the i'm a shark and you don't even know how to swim is that the first one yeah i reckon some fucking dude was he stumbled across this quote he stumbled across the shark quote and he thought that's a fucking man right there. <laughs> That's sick. And he said, that guy's a fucking shark. I'm a lion. Let me post some fucking lion shit. I just can't imagine the guys that are editing this because they're like, yeah, fuck yeah. Let's find a picture of a lion. <laughs> let's make it black and white. Yeah, that's fucking tough, hey. And then we're like, what quote can we do? And they're like, well, obviously it can't be a fucking long quote because they're not going to read it. You know who loves a quote? Fucking Jay loves good stoic Marcus Aurelius shit. What do you think about that? Gay? Not gay? It's probably, I mean, it's like, I, I think, yeah, it's like, if you're into that shit, be closeted. Keep it to yourself. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. A kid like that needs a source of inspiration, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Or therapy. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you, dude, we're doing fucking adult karate here. You're not going to war. You know, like, relax on the fucking shit. Greek philosophers. I don't know. We might, bro. <laughs> These guys might be getting shipped off soon. Shipped off? Bro, World War Three is imminent. World War Three is not imminent. You don't think so? No, I don't think so. <clears throat> I don't think it's imminent, no. I don't know. Imagine fucking sending Nicky Ryan out there to fucking solve... These yeah. world issues. <laughs> Actually, here's a good thing. Eh? Guys, we need to address this as well. One of the guys at our team, I won't say his name, but it was Salvatore. He <laughs> said that uh, boot camp was one of the hardest things he's ever done. For ever. the record, Salvatore, is a, he was a Coast Guard. Coast Guard, yep. And obviously, we thank him for his efforts of keeping drugs off our shore, which obviously, given the situation now that he's a big fan of drugs, mm -hmm. he's just by being a Coast Guard, selfishly push the price up of drugs from all the drugs he sees. But again, he he calls himself a hero, veteran. You know, obviously, we'll, we'll let him have we'll it. Have it. Yeah, we'll have it. Us Aussies don't get too into that. But um, Salvatore was talking about how hard boot camp was, and we are like, whoa, bro, fucking how hard was it? And he was like, man, sometimes they wouldn't let me get a full night's sleep. And I was like, holy <laughs> shit. That would kill Nicky Ryan. That sounds crazy, right? So then Nicky Ryan 
Sal is saying to Nicky Wright, bro, you would not handle boot camp. And I don't disagree with Sal on that point. Because, <laughs> and Nicky Ryan's arguing with him, you know, he's like, I could fucking handle boot camp. You know, he's going through all the Nicky Ryan fucking phases. And then, like, literally two days later, Nicky comes in looking tired. And honestly, he looks tired every day, but this day he looked particularly tired. And he's like, I'm shot. Can't train hard today. And we're like, what happened? And he's like, um, Damien's girlfriend's cat scratched my door all night. Couldn't get a, a good night's sleep. And I was just like, wow, it's come full circle. Salvatore was correct. So if if uh, it's up to Nicky Ryan to protect us from enemies, we're fucked. Y- yeah. That guy would not be at his post when he needs to be because he was shot last night. He couldn't get any sleep because the bombs were going off. You know? Oh, yeah. I'm counting down the days till this Japan documentary comes out so we can relive him battling <laughs> jet lag foreign languages fucking he's probably still jet lag right now from the japan trip coming back yeah just, just fucking general fatigue <laughs> nicky ryan's a 22 year old man that when he has a night out he takes three days off training it's a three-day hangover brother look, wait till you hit 32 look i'll say this he the coast guard boot camp has to be one of the easier boot camps of the fuck all the branches nicky could probably pass that one i can't imagine him doing some crazy army ranger Something like like Vince has done in the past, you know, like a real badass dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he'd fucking drop dead, man. <laughs> fucking drop dead. <laughs> Guys, we wanted to start this podcast with uh, just generally a list appreciation of all the dumb things about our sport, you know. And we're not attacking the sport in general. I call it adult karate. It is fucking adult karate, but um, we're attacking some of the dumbest moments in the sport. And I actually wanted to start with a story. I wanted to film something with this guy. And this is a loose story in terms of the theme of the podcast, but it's a fucking good story. It's a story that's so funny and so out there. And it it really happened. It could make, it would make a great comedy movie because you're going to hear this story. And it's so almost unbelievable that like it wouldn't make a good serious movie. You'd be like, settle down. You know what I mean? There's been a lot of exaggerations in this story. But I want to go back to 2003. In 2003, there was a fighter called Benji Radak. Let me just check his record. Yeah, Benji was 15 and 1, professional MMA fighter. 2003, he would have been, I mean, at 15 and 1, he's probably top five in the world Mm -hmm. at that time. Top five in the world. Probably There's probably 35 people training at the time. But still, that's fucking good, man. Top five in the world. He started seeing a chick. This chick used to see a gentleman called Danny LaFaver. Danny LaFaver was a former amateur boxer. Never fought MMA before. Never. But Danny used to date this chick. Now Benji does. Obviously resulted in some beef. I think they actually lived in towns semi-close to each other, right? I spoke to Danny. I was going to, yeah, again, make a video with him, make something, but fucking too lazy, too busy. A lot of things come up, right? So Benji, Danny have beef. They want to fight. They want to have a fucking street fight, but they think, hey, why would we do that? Let's do it. Let's have an MMA fight. Let's do it because it's 2003. Fucking host that shit on the Indian reservation. You get that shit sanctioned. And crazily enough, one of the shows books it. So we have... Zero and zero, Danny LaFaver versus 15 and one, Benji. There's bad blood. So I can't imagine who this woman was that scores this. But I mean, if I had to guess, 
She was probably a jiu-jitsu blue belt. <laughs> She's basically done the classic maneuver. I call this Tarzan. I call this Tarzan swinging, you know? You don't let go of one rope until you firmly got your grip on another one. <laughs> so young Tarzan has caused this two gentlemen to have a fight, prove their worthiness. And they have this fight. Danny trains for it. I imagine Benji's training. Danny KOs him cold. Yep. 55 seconds. That's got to be one of the most painful, embarrassing things that could ever happen to any man ever. 15 and 1 versus 0 and 0. Gets knocked out. <clears throat> I don't know what happened to the girl. I don't know if he passed her back after that. Like, what is that with our, is it a pink slips match? Like, what are we fighting for here? I'd fuck him. That's too much. But a heroic moment. Actually, he got paid $3,500, which, crazily enough, is probably, that's not bad money for no. a. For even a fighter today. That's a fucking uh, Dana White Contender Series contract right there. That is a a Contender Series contract. Um, Yeah, that's fucking the story. Danny never fought again. Tons of shows reached out. He never fought again. I think he's an electrician. I think he lives in, um, I think he lives near Seattle somewhere, actually. I actually tracked this guy down on Facebook, was messaging him. But the funny thing about this is, obviously this hurt Benji. So I believe, please don't sue me, Benji, if I'm getting this correctly. Incorrect. Allegedly, uh, someone acquired the rights to that fight mm-hmm. and scrubbed it from the internet. Oh, fuck. And I had seen this thing like fucking 10, 15 years ago on the Sherdog fucking MMA forums. And then the story came to me like four or five years ago and I was like trying to find the video and I couldn't find it anywhere. Could not find it. 2020, the video resurfaced. Someone actually had it on their computer, resurfaced on Twitter. So you guys, if you guys look up Danny LaFever versus Benji Redark, you can find this fight. And guys, you might not know Benji, but he actually had a pretty extensive career in a strike force afterwards. So still somehow became still quite accomplished MMA fight. I think he even fought in IFL. Oh, sure. But that's a crazy story. You guys watch it. It's fucking knowing the backstory. It's yeah. painful. It's painful. Like, I don't think personally I could overcome anything like that. That's a story as old as time. Two men fighting for one woman. Yeah, I mean, honestly, this is something that happens on every jiu-jitsu mat around the world, yep. in every single individual class around the world. This is absolutely fucking funny shit, hey. Because, I mean, guys, in a jiu-jitsu gym, it's shit's hilarious, hey. Yeah. I remember I used to run a morning class at St. Kilda in Melbourne, and we'd have no women mm-hmm. that would come to the morning class. And anytime any girl came in, I would be like, like suddenly every single fucking blue and purple belt is suddenly the most helpful, kind, <laughs> generous with their time. Yeah, like yeah. the craziest shit you've ever seen. It actually is a parallel to how I see you in the Me? morning class. Really? How like I, sometimes I think to myself, I'm like, is this guy rolling with these women because he wants to win some rounds this morning? Like, you know, you got to get your rest when you can, you know, you got to get your rest when <laughs> he's, you can. <laughs> he, he's been shook. You could have laughed it off. Obviously, you responded seriously. That's all right. Um, guys, back to the dumbest moments in jiu-jitsu. Again, the Yuri saga is fucking wild. This is bro. amazing. This shit's crazy. I wrote this the other day. I was like, guys, me, I'm like, I'm a pretty retarded dude. Like, by no means would I say I'm an intelligent person. But interacting with the pros of our sport makes me feel like I'm reenacting Billy Madison. <laughs> But like I'm going back to the first year, first grade. <laughs> That's what it feels like dealing with these guys. I mean, honestly. to be fair, you're the, probably the only one with an actual college degree. So, 
I mean, I don't know. There's got to be some out there. I mean, the guys with the college degrees, like, have too much fucking autism. I don't know. Like, it's fucking, well, it's a heavy sport. You know, for the average person, if you do jujitsu, it doesn't remove your ego. It actually gives you an ego because you go, holy fuck, these are some of the dumbest human human beings I've ever met. Like, athletes aren't smart. Mm -hmm. But jujitsu guys might be the dumbest yep. of athletes. And really, you guys should take this as inspiration. Follow these guys on Instagram, which you probably already do. You're going to see the shit they post. These guys are fucking experts in government, experts in the economy. Health. Health. Fucking like helping homeless people. Yeah. I mean, like again, we have people in the sport that want to end homelessness, but they want to end up by just killing yep. all of the homeless. Yep. These are real people. These guys, you will feel fucking, you guys need to tell me in the comments, am I, is every part of the world this dumb or is it just us? But guys, back to the Yuri saga, right? So this, let's, let's get this. Let's start from the very beginning, right? Yep, yep. This, me and Yuri, we've always been cool. <clears throat> I spoke in a previous podcast about how he was banning B-team gear from his gym. Pfft, who knows why? Who knows why? Fuck. That's, I don't care what you wear. Come in here with a new wave. Henzo Gracie, I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? I probably won't roll with you anyway, but you know, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. But Yuri, um, <clears throat> someone posted a Reddit thread complaining about Yuri rolling like arsehole Timmons. Yep. I can't comment on that. I've heard things in both directions. Like I can't comment on the validity of that. Yuri, for some strange reason, accuses B team yep. of orchestrating this. Wild. <laughs> I don't know why. So I start attacking the guy online. I dig up some old shit. He starts posting positive uh, reviews of his seminars on his Instagram story from the Reddit thread. But the they're written in green. The usernames are written in green. Yep. And for those of you that don't know, that means that the person taking the screenshot wrote, wrote the fucking comments. Wrote the fucking comments. And it's he posted this shit. And the funny stuff was it was like, the screenshots were like, zero, the, the comments were zero minutes old. Yeah. Hilarious. Um, the accounts were like two days old and shit. Yeah, like yeah. brand new accounts and shit. Yeah. Obviously, you could look at this two ways. You could look at this that Yuri's making fake accounts. Uh -huh. Or you, you could look at it, Yuri's friends have just made an account to defend him online. Yeah. You make your decision. Yeah, yeah. Because again, like I might give him the benefit of the doubt here because making a Reddit account, that's not easy. That takes a bit of filling out documents. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Sometimes it takes a couple of days before you're even allowed to fucking comment or post on anything. Yeah, so that's the thing. And again, he keeps calling me out for a match. match. Guys, promotions don't really care about Yuri Samos. I mean, it's, it's a sad state. I mean, grappling is like MMA. It's like if you are a draw, you're going to get paid more. Yep. So Yuri's not really a draw. Promotions aren't begging, kicking Yuri's door down to book a match. So obviously, they, they for me personally, they're not going to pay me a great deal of money to face Yuri Samos. Yuri Samos, who's a three-time ADCC champion. And to put it in perspective, the online beef with Yuri Samos, which every step of the way I've turned into a commercial for a product I'm selling, 
has made me more money than actually fucking fighting this guy. So, like, I don't, I'm not in this game for ego. I'm not like, oh my God, Yuri Samo said mean things about me on the internet. I better grapple him. I better <laughs> fucking pull guard on this guy. I better pull up, you know? I'm in it for money. And the beef has probably elevated the purse we'd get, but it's just fucking funny. The best part is, is, um, <clears throat> He talks shit about me taking on Gerald Mearshart, right? Mm-hmm. He talks shit about that. Gerald Mearshart caught in the fucking crossfire. So he posts a comment. He's like, you took on a C-level UFC fighter. Yeah, yeah. And Ger- Gerald's like, what's your MMA record, hotshot? <laughs> it's 0-2. Yeah, for those who So he catches know. a stray and then feels so bad about it, deletes his comment, <laughs> insulting Gerald. Honestly, it's wild. Hey, like... <clears throat> Our sport's full of people so insecure that you just gently provoke them yeah. and they'll ruin their own life. Yeah, yeah. Like you don't even need to do anything. Yeah. You don't need to say anything, barely even need to provoke them. And then they just do the work for you. Yeah. Sometimes I show up to the studio to film a podcast and I'm so hot and bothered and irritated just having to interact with some of the mouth-breathing knuckle-draggers of my sports. And I really need some federally legal THCA power, uh, flower, not power, but it will give you some powers, from mood to really calm, relax myself, so I don't say anything that's going to get me in too much trouble on the podcast. And they're really good for that. I come in hot and heavy. I look over Fred, uh, Freddy. Freddy's uh, brain's operating at half speed. I think, fuck. Let me get back down to that level so I can communicate quite easy with my co-host. Try Mood's new THCA flower today. And for 20% off your first order and a free gram of THCA flower, go to hallowmood.com and use promo code Jones. That's hallowmood.com, promo code Jones for 20% off your first order and a free gram of THCA flower. It'll help you not say things you're ultimately going to regret. Yep, yep. I mean... He might not be the brightest guy, Yuri is, but uh, you got to admire his uh, use of uh, AI technology to write these reviews that have been written because he doesn't know half of those words. Let's be real. Yeah, the best was someone messaged me and they said, that's that's not chat PT, that's Creonte GPT, brother. <laughs> and I was like, that's true. Oh, fuck, man. What a, what <laughs> well, let's go to this. Let's go to uh, Enough about Yuri Samos. Fuck, I feel bad for the guy. He's fucking... Um, <laughs> that one's over. <laughs> he's going through it. Right? Again, he's fucking posting 50 cent inspirational yeah, videos. Yeah. Let's discuss. I've never been at a point in my life so low where I've listened to 50 cent do an interview on radio and gone, fuck, that resonates with me. That's powerful. Yeah. I better post this. Let people know that just like 50, 50 cent, you keep provoking me. I'm going to fucking get you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's, I mean, you have to stand in awe. Yeah. That. Yeah. 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 Honestly, I, was it a quote or a video? Like you actually see 50 cents say anything or was it? It's, just it's, a- it's, it's, it's literally, dude, you, I, I'm living in a fucking satire yeah. world, bro. Yeah. I see like the whole world is satire now. You don't know what's real or not. Yeah, like yeah. he's upset. So he goes, you know what I'll do? I've just seen a video that fucking captures my feelings. <laughs> this is like, this is what 
men do these days. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I'm surrounded by people that are like this. Hey? Like, they literally, so he literally sees 50 Cent giving an interview talking about standing up for himself. It's an interview. It might have even had a fucking sepia filter on it. You know what I mean? They're getting <laughs> deep. Yeah. It's fucking piano playing in the background. It's fucking, the page yeah. is called Alpha Motivation. Yeah. And that's, he posted it. Yeah, yeah. Guys, so many guys in the sport are posting shit like this. It fucking killed the, me. My favorite part about some of these quotes is like, for example, uh, Killian Murphy from the Peaky Blinders. They'll have him, a picture of him and Peaky Blinders with a crazy alpha quote, but he's never said that in the show. I think that's even a bigger problem. Dude, people post it. 100% that have never seen the show just because you're like, fuck yeah, that's a badass dude. I'm a fucking <laughs> badass dude. I'm the man. Let me let the world know. <laughs> dude, it kills me, it kills me. Oh, that's so fucking good. Dude, that's it actually, it hurts though, you know, like you you bully a guy on the internet and he starts posting shit like that. Like you feel bad, man. Like I'm like, holy shit. That's waving the white flag right there. I don't even, I feel honestly bad about it. <laughs> like bro, if you ever see me Posts an inspirational alpha clip. Just fucking take the gun that is in the staff room drawer and just shoot me in the head, mate. <laughs> that's uh, that's where you pivot your career there. Once you retire, just fucking alpha powerful shit. Or just combat it. Say, just start. We should start making a page of you where you just say gay, unalpha things. Oh, yeah. That shit will probably take off. I don't even know the world we're living in anymore. <laughs> but let's go to the list. Funniest, dumbest, weirdest shit in the sport. This, we've spoken about this before, so we're just going to sum it up. Gordon Ryan accuses Nicky Rod of steroids. It's my favorite story. What's the, what's the YouTuber? Saves his life. Yeah, but what's the YouTuber? Um, who? Oh, uh, more plays, more, more plays, dates, more dates. Goes, bang, I like this story. Nicky Rod, how about you take a steroid test tomorrow? Gets his guy, Zach. T-Lander, mm -hmm. T-Lander, to accompany Nicky Rod to the steroid test to make sure it's Nicky Rod's Legit. blood. Yep. Test results come back. Nicky Rod has, is it high cholesterol? High cholesterol. Super high cholesterol. Deadly. No steroids. Gets on medication, changes his diet. Yeah. Gordon saves his life. <laughs> that is beautiful. Bro. That's fuck. You can't make that shit up. Gordon hates Nicky Rod. So accuses him of steroids, ultimately saves his life. That's a fucking inspirational story, guys. It's just beautiful. That's as inspirational as Joseph Chen making kimonos. Yep, yep. What a fucking story. Yeah, I love that. Um, that he his cholesterol is so high. They were. It was like he was like, dude, you're gonna die if you don't change your life. And yeah, now homeboys eating like fucking chicken, eating a fucking vegetable, vegetable you know? and shit. I fucking love it. Shout out Gordon for saving my dude's life. Yeah, we really do. I do appreciate it until I roll with Nicky Rod, and then I think, fuck, I wish this kind of had a heart attack and died. Eh? <laughs> Guys, other funny shit. There's obviously drugs in our sport. Drugs in our sport. So again, like Yuri obviously gave the excuse when we, he does the drug test that it was like, man, I was, I've been smoking weed. I didn't want yeah. to test positive for weed. And it's like, oh my God. You didn't want to test positive for weed at an event ran by Eddie, Eddie Bravo. Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> in california like imagine the backlash yeah that would be crazy yeah yeah every single audience member's high eddie's high fucking the referee's other, high the referee's <laughs> high bro. to give you an idea of uh, of what happened to me at ebi right is i put darrow o'connor in an armbar 
his arm fully extended. I had the armbar dead to rights. Eddie stops the match and is like, stop. And then Dara goes, I didn't tap. And then Eddie looked at me and goes, why did you let go? He didn't tap. And I said, you told me to let go. And he's like, we'll start back in spider web. But that's part of the beauty yeah, of yeah. an Eddie Bravo event. <laughs> but more drug, drug excuses we've heard in this sport. <clears throat> I used my friend's water bottle. Mm-hmm. That's real. They've told that to your side. They said, oh, guys, I tested hot. I drank out of my friend's water bottle. Happens to the best of us. Yeah, know? happens when you drink tap water. That's why smart water only, baby. Yeah, you'll pop for Dasania. <laughs> I used my friend's supplements and it was not USADA approved. <clears throat> Maybe. What, what, what do you even say to that? <laughs> I kissed my girlfriend. You kissed your girlfriend and failed the test. Who did you kiss? Gabby Garcia? <laughs> I'd rather fail the drug test than admit to that. No, I'm kidding. She's a beautiful lady. Obviously, <laughs> we've had our issues in the past, but yeah, I would do it. I'm a 19-year-old jacked vegan, and my doctor prescribed it. Guys, if you are jacked, you don't have low testosterone. It's an ingredient in making muscles. It's like Gordon being like, guys, you have no idea what I'm going through. I can't eat. And it's like, bro, you're 20 pounds heavier than yesterday. Where did that fucking come from? Like, you can't cite a medical problem that results in you not being able to do something, but then you're doing it. Yeah, yeah. You're gaining muscle mass. No, yeah, we've that that one in particular is hilarious. I mean, we there's a bunch of stuff. I like the story of a tournament being streamed on a platform, but having the logo of another streaming platform on the mats while streaming on the new platform. That shit was pretty funny. That's fucking good. <clears throat> Other funny shit was um the IBJF drug test uh sorry, they were no, they no, just, nogi worlds yeah they decided to test nogi worlds for the first time they only used to test gi worlds yeah and all the podiums were empty these guys just fucking ran out they, of they had flights to catch bro they had flights to catch had classes to yeah. teach the next morning you gotta man. book your flight you know you're competing right you, you just gotta book it away you right, started right. shut up at the gym anyway yeah. tested them and they fucking failed you yeah. started with like surprise <laughs> surprise bitch we're here anyway yeah yeah that was a good one too that was it was like three or four podium pictures that didn't have first place, second place people on it. Imagine that photo. Just a third place guy. Just like, fuck it. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. Eh? That's, that's like my a, only path to victory, to be honest. That's uh, like, uh, what is it? Lance Armstrong in the Tour de France, the first 14 pop. Imagine being number 14. Like <laughs> That's like the Australian ice skater that was so far behind the pack that when the pack crashed, he skated past him on one gold medal for Australia. <laughs> That's a good story. I didn't know that. Oh, dude, watch it. It's hilarious. That's so fucking... They do like fucking six laps. He's miles behind. That's Tour de France? No, no, no. Ice skating. Oh, ice skating. Oh, shit. I'll have to look into that. That's Ooh, actually fucking... Fall over and he just skirts the first place. Hey. <laughs> Guys, but on drug tests, let's tell a fucking hilarious story. This story is from 2018. <clears throat> I get a fucking message. Hi, it's Kasai Grappling. How would you like to face Husamar Pajares, a guy notorious for injuring people and not letting go? Psychopath. I go, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do it. Gary Tonin did it. I'll give it a crack. So let's go through the saga of events. <clears throat> I'm preparing for this match against Pajares, and a photo surfaces on the internet of Pajares looking 300 pounds. We agreed to take the match at 185 pounds. <laughs> I remember Kasai were like, Craig, 
he's going to make 185 pounds. And I was like, I believe you, Kasai. You're, you're a great organization. You've never steered me wrong. I believe you. So this photo pops out. Immediately, I message promoter. I'm like, something's wrong here. The promoter goes to me, that's a trick of the lens. Maybe he's using fisheye lens. And I'm like, maybe, <laughs> no way. maybe you're right. I was like, let's just see what he weighs in at. So I show up in New York. The promoter comes up to me and he goes, listen, here's the situation. He's 220 pounds. Oh, my God. But he has a doctor's note. His Brazilian doctor said if he cuts weight, he will die. So we agreed to do it at 185. He shows up at 220 with a fucking doctor's note that says he's going to die. I'm like, all right, so a sauna will kill him, but a fucking jiu-jitsu match won't? <laughs> Great. Just, the note is written in crayon. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> Have you seen that movie, with the baseball movie? I forgot, the guy's like, I need a birth certificate. And it's like, I'm 14. In, in oh, a, what is that? Yeah. Like, Dude, that's what this was, bro. <laughs> and then Kasai go, you know what? Don't worry, Craig. You agreed to the match. We'll find him. 15, 20% of his purse. We'll give that to you. So my purse went from $3 to $5. <laughs> <laughs> Massive game. And then, lo and behold, competition night, we have to wear rash guards, right? So I notice he's wearing a Kasai rash guard. And I go, I can only imagine that Kasai said, hey, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take 20% of your purse, but we're going to fucking give it back to you we if you wear you. our rash guard. <laughs> and then he cut the sleeves off and came out, greased up, yep. and just looked at me angrily the whole match was down because of penalties. Yeah. Mateus Denise is not speaking the right form of Portuguese in the corner. Pejara somehow doesn't know he's losing the match. Yeah. Terrible night for me, terrible night for the fans, everything. But yeah, again, guys, if you show up to a fucking jiu-jitsu event with a doctor's note, <clears throat> you don't even need to make weight. Dude. And you don't even lose 20% of your purse. Just put on the promoter's rash card. And, and, and to top it all, the best part about this is the picture of you getting kicked in the fucking head. Oh, no, that was Davi Ramos. Oh, that was Ramos? Oh, shit, I thought that was this guy. Because that, that would have been a cherry on top for Dude, sure. that Davi Ramos match, my God. I grab <laughs> his foot, he kicks me in the head. Yeah. He tries to do his flying armbar. Ends up on bottom. <laughs> we end up out of bounds. But we like I secured the position before we went out of bounds. And then he argues with the referee for two minutes about, he's like, no, nah, I'm not pulling guard. He didn't sweep me. <laughs> And nothing's happening. The referee doesn't DQ him. Yeah. Eventually he just goes, I go, all right, fuck it, I'll get back on bottom then. You oh, know what? Shit, sure. Dude, you cannot, half the shit in this sport, you can't, it's a parody. Yeah, yeah. It <laughs> dude, it's grown up karate. Dude, the, the best shit ever, dude. Flow grappling, like, all right, first of all, guys, I shit on flow. I shit on flow all the time. My relationship with flow is like anyone else in this sport. Like, they do so much fucking dumb shit that you just, you, you have to stand in awe. You cannot believe it. They book a Ultimate Fighter style reality show. And so it started with me and Gordon were going to coach opposite uh -huh. each other. <clears throat> Team falls apart. They go with Gordon. It was going to be Gordon and Heath Pedigo, I think. Uh, they didn't want, Gordon didn't like that, allegedly. I don't know the full story. So Pedigo's out. Maybe he's too likable. So they go, let's bring in someone opposite of Pedigo. We'll put in Tim Spriggs. Five days before shooting, uh, one of the flow employees knocking at the back door of the B team. Oh, shit. 
<clears throat> he's like, Craig, can we have you back? Gordon doesn't want to do it anymore. It conflicts with his schedule. He's bleaching his beard that day. <laughs> and I go, you know what, Flo? I'll do it for you. This sounds like a great show. So sign the contract, get paid, again, probably $100 for fucking 137 hours of my life. Yeah, yeah. But they didn't. They said, oh, we'll get you the Tim Spriggs match. Don't worry. So they book Ultimate Fighter reality show, but they didn't get the coaches to sign a match agreement yeah. before. So we have this stupid show, and we ultimately don't compete against each other. The whole time of the show, I'm like, compete against me. And Tim's like, no. And I'm like, compete against me. He's like, no. Compete against me. He's like, no, I'm a professional wrestler now. <laughs> Weird. Weird. Yeah, Watch yeah. his promo videos. I mean, in his defense, he's probably making more in the fake wrestling than he would have through flow grappling. Just play, give him the benefit of the doubt. And he pays to wrestle. You know, that's the funny <laughs> thing. But then they do the finale of the show and they go, this is so good, bro. <laughs> this... Isaac Michelle versus Kyle uh, Chambers. Yep. <clears throat> Kyle's approach was rope a dope because there's no time limit match. So they book it and they go, the finale can't be the main event. Gordon's match is the fucking main yep. event. So they go, you know what we'll do? We'll host this on a Sunday night. We know you have to probably work at 9 a.m. tomorrow. Yep. But we're going to host this shit on a Sunday night. We're going to make the co-main event a no time limit match. And Kyle just does nothing. But defense, trying to gas Isaac out. And it goes for what? How long does it go for? I think like three hours or something like that. Eventually, they put him on the warm-up mats. Yeah. And I don't blame Gordon for this. Gordon's yeah. like, I got to go home. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to compete. <laughs> so they take the match. They put it on the warm-up match. They put Gordon's match on. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Guys, you can't make this up. Yeah, you can't make this up. Other funny shit. They have a press conference. There's no press. It's flow ask, asking questions. Yeah, yeah. Imagine a UFC press conference. Hey, it's such and such from ESPN. Let me ask this question to Glover Teixeira. Yeah. That's what a press conference yeah, yeah. is. There's no press yeah. there. Nobody cares about our sport. Nobody gives a fuck about our sport. Yeah. Just but, call it a Q&A. Come but, on. But that's on them because they could easily have <laughs> a couple of... Um, who? Who would go do this? Who would fly to Austin to ask us questions? Uh, I mean, you have you have Jiu-Jitsu Times. You have that dude from the grappling... Uh, I think it's rewind or something. He goes everywhere. I mean, you you do have media people. It just flow That's doesn't. Not real media. Flow does. I mean, what, bro, the sport is like look exactly. at the size of the sport. Exactly. Flow is ESPN, and there isn't anything else. Yeah, I don't know. Flow just cracks me up. I, if I got a media pass, I'd fucking. Hey, this is Freddie from BGJ World. It's like some stupid ass shit. They. Yeah, I mean, obviously, clearly, they'll fucking give anyone media pass. <laughs> well, while we're on the topic of flow, we'll do this one. Hey. DDS in Puerto Rico. We started a documentary series about DDS. Uh -huh. Team split up during it. And the best part is, is the whole series is everyone. You can see my episode. I'm not liking it. I'm not liking Puerto Rico, you know? But every episode's like, oh my God, we're having the best time. We're going to the beach every day. Everyone loves each other. Look how much fun we're having. They literally air the series and the team breaks up in one of the most bitter fucking <laughs> fights yeah team, all of team fights of history all, team history yeah and everyone's like we fucking hate puerto rico and it's like oh well what great journalistic integrity yeah. they've demonstrated yeah. by just showing a fucking documentary about us but <clears throat> didn't work out at all while while they're there in puerto rico filming this do they have a whiff that you guys aren't going to be together or do they have no idea I can't remember to tell you the truth. Because to be honest with you, that would have been a better, that would have gotten more views for them. If they're like, oh, we're, we came to shoot this, but this came up. This is better. 
they would have been f- like right there, front line and center. They wouldn't be able to do it. John and Gordon would be like, you can't show us in a negative light. You fucking kidding yeah. me? Well, I mean, look what they show themselves in a negative light every fucking day. They're, I mean, they're in a real pickle now. Yeah. Right? Let me just let me just talk about the pickle they're in. <laughs> and it brings a tear to my eye. So they basically cannot make profit <clears throat> off a professional grappling event unless Gordon's involved. Yeah. Without him, there's no profitable event. And, like, obviously we got women in the sport calling for equal pay. Like, there's no money to be made for the organizations. Like, love him or hate him, if Gordon's on a show, they can turn a profit. Gordon's not on a show, they're losing money. Mm -hmm. So they recognize this very early on. Instead of saying, hey, let's build an organization where one guy is not the star, Let's try to leverage him to build other stars mm-hmm. so that if we lose him, we can still turn a profit. They go, you know what? Fuck this. <laughs> Fuck that. All we care about is the profits of the next show. So we're going to give this cunt whatever he wants, yeah. make whatever demands he wants. Yeah. We're going to give him a massive contract. I believe he either has two or one matches left on that contract. Mm-hmm. And then he's, open again and the best part is some of the other big names in the sport i would say like myself they've completely alienated yeah so they're all in on this guy like other big names mikey is in one he can't compete for flow yep. rotolos can't. one yeah. can't compete for flow so they're backed into a corner this is their business model right so gordon holds all the chips in renegotiation yep. after he finishes his contract with flow and you have to imagine UFC are going to offer him something great yeah. because um, they want him. Yeah, because I mean, you've seen it. He's been spending a lot of time with the UFC as well. So now he basically is going to be able to leverage these two against each other. But I would imagine things aren't going to be good yeah. for flow grappling if they can't get him under contract again. Yeah, yeah. Because if he goes to UFC, who else is there? Yeah. Because they're going to say... Craig, we're going to offer you a lot of money to come back to flow grappling. And I'm going to be like $1 million for emotional damage. (laughs) But that's the situation of the sport right now. From my opinion, allegedly, don't sue me. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's hilarious. If you let the fucking athletes run your organization, they don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like. Does Gordon give a fuck about Flow Grappling? Of course not. He gives a fuck about no. a bank account. Does he give a fuck about the people that work for Flow Grappling? No. So it's like you guys are going to either A, open a massive, massive checkbook for this guy yeah. to hold your fucking yeah. who's number one who's number show one, yeah. together or you lose him and I don't know what happens I was going to say WNO has to be done because if you're not going to compete in it, Gordon's obviously in a new exclusive contract, maybe. And if and the funny thing to me is, if, like, in terms of alienating athletes, if some of these other guys that are actually <clears throat> pretty accomplished, pretty popular, mm. knew how much more money he was getting paid than them, mm. they would lose their minds. They would throw a fucking tantrum. Off the top of my head, without naming figures... Gordon would get paid 10 times more than some of the guys in the co-main event. 10 times more. 
Damn. I would love to see the pace structure. I'm assuming it's like where you're sitting in the rankings. Is that how they base no, their pay? No. It's just... Whatever. To me, the best way an organization could base their pay would be to get on their hands and knees and ask Senga for the top 10 sellers on BGJ Fanatics <laughs> and then price structure yeah. accordingly. But yeah, to me, it's hilarious because it's like, uh, obviously, <clears throat> if you alienate everyone in favor of one and that one truly does not give a fuck about you, yep. then when that contract ends, you're going to get out the knee pads, you're going to fucking bend yourself over, you're going to have to take it. Yeah. And it's, bro, it kills me. It kills me to think how funny this is. So you see, you're saying he has two uh, bouts left under that contract? I think two or one, yeah. yeah. So this one would be, <laughs> this one would either be the last one or the second it's to last It's either the second to last or the last one. Oh, shit. It's probably, I mean, it's, it has to be the second to last one because I feel like if it was the last one, they would be scrambling. Especially, I didn't know this bit like that. Well, I mean, just think about it. He signed that contract and he's, when he plays out those yeah. matches, what happens to flow if he doesn't re-sign? Because yeah, yeah. they've alienated so many people. This was the what the eight fight or ten fight for like a million or some shit. It, yeah, it was yeah. Up, it was on the news. He like he signed this, didn't he? Like retire for a little bit, like fucking. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, I mean, yeah. the guy just plays him. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's hilarious, eh? Damn. So maybe the end of who's number one? Who knows? That'd be fucking crazy. Uh, it would be poetic. It would be poetic, yeah. and I honestly don't give a fuck yeah. at all. And all they'd have like, left is- I care in a sense that like, I like uh, the boys on the team getting opportunities yeah. and stuff, but it's like, from my own selfish perspective, pff, yeah, I'll yeah. see him at the funeral, you know? Yeah, yeah. I uh, All they'd have after that is just their agreement with ADCC. After that, they don't really have anything else. Yeah, if ADCC were on Fight Pass and Gordon signed an exclusive contract with Fight Pass, holy yeah, shit. Pretty bad for them, huh? Hilarious. Fucking hilarious. Oh, but speaking of things in this vein, again, we're going to dumbest plays in the sport, funniest plays. Uber Santos in his match with Philippe Penner. Let me talk about a quick Evertite and therapy. They offer Anavar. Anavar is something I absolutely love. I tell all the rest of the guys on the team, hey, get on TRT, get a bit of strength, but I throw a bit of extra spice in my stack. I throw some Anavar in there. Anavar ain't nothing crazy. Ain't nothing to be scared of. Women can take Anavar. Women can take Anavar and they still somehow remain looking like a woman. So obviously, your girl's been packing on a few Christmas pounds coming up. Slip some Anavar into a meal. She's going to tighten everything up. And as a bonus, again, it's very light touch. She's not going to start sounding like a dude. She's not going to have back hair. None of those things. Unless you're into it, double the dose. But of course, Evertine could take care of that for you and your lady. Use the promo code. B-Team to save 5% off all therapies, excluding blood work. But again, if she catches you putting this in her drinks, you guys can't come back on me. You're going to have to cover the couple's therapy bill yourself. So be discreet or get Everton to do it. Halfway through the match, he injures his leg <laughs> and tries to end the events. He's like, no, no, no. Like, I can't, I can't go on. My leg's injured. Philippe Penner's brother, who's cornering Philippe Penner, yells something out. Suddenly, Urberth gets Who to his feet, up? sprints at him yeah. to get in a fight with him. Again, you cannot make this shit up. My leg's too injured to compete in grappling. Oh, he said something mean yeah. about me? 
There's no injury at all. Yeah, yeah. Like, let me just fucking fight this guy. Well, wasn't the injury came after he was like on bottom side control or bottom mount, and then he's like, I'm fucking done. He got in the bad position. He's like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, he's like, that's it. It's all over. <laughs> no, dude. And then was that not the same? Where did he piss himself? He pissed himself at World Pro actually against an Aussie guy, Anton Menenko. He had him in a bad position as well. He was fucking about well, to lose. Earth, he, if if matches lasted thirty seconds, he's the greatest the best of all time, we've yeah. ever seen. Yeah. But unfortunately, if he doesn't finish him, eventually the tide's down. Earth was fucking dude. What a horrible. story of that guy's life, guys. One of the best matches you could ever watch: Philippe Pena versus Santos at Euro Europeans in the Gi. I'm pretty sure Philippe gets his arm broken, but comes back to. I won't spoil it for you, but yeah. it's fucking great match. Other things we have to put G in the Gi on that. Obviously, Halleck Gracie. Uh, Tested his limits with his artistic expression there. Yeah. Sometimes we encourage creativity and artistic expression and we see a glimpse of him. We say, hey, that's fucking too much. Put that away. You know? Dude, he, he saw Will Smith back in the day was able to do movies, music. He's like, why the fuck can I? G and a G drops. In a G. <laughs> in a G. Go, guys, watch that, please. Uh, what, what else we got? Let's finish up with this one. Kareem Bakalev was teaching in the United Arab Emirates. He was teaching for the Sheiks. Uh, I'm not exactly sure. This is going back early 2000s, early ADCC. Mm. He has a match against Ricardo Arona. One of them hits a collar hard. The other one hits one a little harder. As you do. As you do in any sort of grappling match. You know what I mean? And then eventually, Kareem slaps Ricardo Arona in the face and a fight almost breaks out. They calm down. They continue the match. After the match, in the UAE, Kareem is arrested and put in prison for seven days. Fuck. Because he sort of embarrassed uh, embarrassed the UAE. That's not a country you want to be arrested in. That is that is a funny story, though. <laughs> I wish, honestly, any. I wish, like, when we did Polaris and Davi Ramos kicked me in the head, I wish afterwards I was like, fucking arrest this guy, <laughs> put him in prison. Oh, fuck. Unfortunately, <clears throat> oh, I don't yeah. have that kind of leverage yet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm working on it. I'm making friends with oligarchs, fucking high-ranking government officials. I mean, who knows, bro? If Flo's listening to this, now they know that all you want is for you to be able to arrest somebody if they call or tell you the wrong way or something. That's some that's some good uh, leveraging right there. Flo, between them and Yuri Samos, there'll be a hit put out on me for sure. <clears throat> that's fucked up, man. Luckily, the check would bounce. <laughs> And the hitman will kill me for free. Let's finish with that, guys. Because my Uber Eats is here, and I really don't give a fuck about pissing off any more people in the sport today. Guys, if I die, the list of suspects grows every day. It's going to be a great fucking board game of Clue. Yep. A with, lot people of, that, with a bunch of suspects that can't fucking read. Yeah. But, yeah, a lot of suspects that really do want to fucking kill you in real life, so... What a fucking story. But if you want to find me, guys, I live in an apartment complex opposite In-N-Out Burger in South Austin, guys. right. If you want to know which apartment I am, I'm on the second or third yep. floor straight across from my high school. Don't yep. ask me why I'm there. Building C, just in case you guys want to know. <laughs> yeah, but some of our neighbors are pretty crazy over there, you know? Yep, that's yep. it, guys. Fucking adios. Peace. Thank you for listening to the El Segundo Podcast. Don't forget, fuck cry Jones. <laughs>